Hi everyone, it's Deborah Marie Rodriguez and welcome once again to my podcast. I am here. Many know me as the Marie or Anna Marie. Um, some know me as Deborah Marie, so it's completely fine. Everyone is here. Welcome from all over the world. So I'm here to introduce you guys to a new podcast series. It's going to be called Mickle, okay? Mickle, and it's going to be called, it's going to be talking about the comfortable and compromising Christian. Now, in this, I want to just warn you, it's not going to be what you would maybe expect. So I'm not talking about the judgmental Christian. I'm not talking about wearing certain clothes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the comfortable and compromising Christian. And I'm going to talk about how so many people in the Christian community, not even in the Christian community, it can be in the it can be in the worldwide. This is for all walks of life, for all backgrounds, for all religions. I don't see one religion as less than the other religion. So, I'm going to be getting into the comfortable and compromising Christian, so to speak. So, I'm calling out this specific religion or this specific practice in the Christian community and I'm calling out the comfortable and compromising Christian not in a bad way not to hijack your your faith not to say that you're bad not to say that you're weary or that you're you're just you're just hated by God no that's not what I'm talking about but I'm going to be talking specifically to this specific um followers okay followers and so I want to give you tips and I want to give you um, some, basically some, some of my story to show you how you can break out of that conformality in order to get yourself on a, on a level where you really want to be. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking about that. There's going to be four um, sessions. I'm going to, well, you know what? I'm going to do one podcast, maybe four small uh, sections and but you guys are going to really get into the series i want you to really 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 think about some things that i'm talking about and i want you to take notes and really use this and toward your christian life so the first um the first series i'm going to be talking about i mean in the first section i'm going to be talking about my life specifically i'm going to be talking about what i what i experienced and what i had to experience and go through in order for me to turn up my walk a notch. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be talking about. And so I'm go- I want to talk about in this first section, I want to talk about um, the way I used to be, all right, before I was, I knew God would call me into more. Now, usually when you're in the Christian walk, you are comfortable, meaning you're comfortable, meaning you'll go to church, you do your Sunday studies, your Bible studies, but you never get to the point where you are pushed out of your comfort zone. So I'm going to talk about what pushed me out of my comfort zone and um, what took me on a higher level in my walk with Christ. And I want to talk to you guys about that. So it's going to be the comfortable and compromising. Okay, comfortable and compromising. Now listen, I want to first start off to tell you guys. When I first started off my Christian walk, it was a long time ago. I was a child. I knew God. I knew the Holy Spirit. I knew I could feel, I could see. I would preach in bathroom stalls. 
I would preach to my uh, the classmates I had at five years old. So I was very, I knew the, the Bible, I knew the Testaments. I was very much aware, okay? I was very much aware. Now, I want to get into um, what happened to me. And I also want to say this for a disclaimer, that you can go to church every Sunday and you can be a sinner. You can go to church every Sunday and you can be a compromiser. You can go to church every Sunday and you can also have grace. You, God can have grace on you. You can go to church every Sunday and you could be Satan himself. You can go to church every Sunday and you can be a murderer, a killer, a drug dealer, an alcoholic. You can go to church every Sunday and you can be sick in your mind and in your body. So what I'm saying is, and what I want to say is, this does not make you the top Christian because you go to church every Sunday. That has nothing to do with it. It has, it has nothing to do with it. Just because you stay home and you don't go to church, that does not mean you're not, you're less of anybody else. So I want to put that as a disclaimer to tell you what really um, makes a difference between a compromising and comfortable Christian. Now listen, this is where it gets sticky. For me, I was going to church. I was talking to people. But what really pushed me was when I started to see people and I started to feel things about that person. And I started to look at that person and I started to see things about their life. In that moment, I had a choice to make. Do I walk past this person or do I tell this person what I feel? Do I walk past this person or do I continue to, 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 should I, should I tell them something? What should I say? If I see something, they're going in the wrong direction. Should I tell them what I see? Should I tell them what the, why I, my spirit is quickened? Or should I just walk by and continue on toward my day? This is what set me apart from many 19-year-olds at that time. This is what set me apart. I was choreographing. I was teaching for a, a high-end dance studio a famous celebrity. I was teaching for her studio and I was uh, dancing. And um, I, that's all I care, cared about at that time. That's all I cared about. I was only, I only cared about my, I cared about my fitness shape. I cared about eating healthy, going to school. I was in college. And all I cared about was that I didn't really see it, it in, in, in my path to stop and tell people what I saw. Now, I always talk to people. So I, you, could, you could say I was a counselor. I would miss classes. I would be late to classes because I was sitting there telling, talking to somebody, helping them with their problems. You could say that. But what really pushed me and my comfort zone was to see things about people and actually make a decision if I was going to stop and talk to that person or not. Now, I want to share an experience what happened to you when I began uh, my life as an evangelist. This is before I became an apostle. I was already apostle at 19 years old, believe it or not. I was already called to apostleship. But at that time, I was moving in the office of an evangelist. Okay, I want to tell you guys what happened. I was on the metro bus, and I saw this guy. And this guy, he was on the bus, and there's something about his spirit. It led me and it quickened me to speak to this specific individual. Now, at that time, I knew he was on his route to do something that wasn't so good. Let me repeat that. I saw 
that he was going somewhere that was going to lead him into a bad route. It was leading him into the wrong direction. So when I was on the bus, he got off the bus. I got off the bus too, we began to walk. He was walking toward the downtown transit center, so I began to walk with him. I said, excuse me, sir. This is how I started off. I said, excuse me, sir, and excuse me for, I know many of you guys are not used to my accent, so it's, not, it's a British accent, I know you're not used to it, but um, yeah, you'll hear it on the podcast sometimes, and you'll hear, uh, it'll, it'll go in and out sometimes. He said, um, I said, excuse me, sir, I said, I know you don't know me. I would always start it off like this. I would say, I know you don't know me, because I found it weird, me, myself, I found it weird to be able to stop and see what people were getting ready to do before they did it and actually have the courage to tell them. So I said, excuse me, sir. I know you don't know me. But but where are you going? He said, uh, no matter of fact, I didn't ask him where was he going. I said, you're getting ready to go somewhere. And I said, I want you to really think before you get ready, you're getting ready to do this. I said, you're getting ready to make a decision. Come on, listen. I said, you're getting ready to make a decision. But you're getting ready to meet up. With, listen to this. You're getting ready to meet up with somebody. And it's not safe for you. I said, wherever you're going in your route, it's not safe for you. You're getting ready to meet up with somebody. This person that you're getting ready to meet up with, come on, listen, it's not safe for you. He said, you know what? He said, I was getting ready to go and uh, make a move, make hit a lick. You know how they used to say, I was getting ready to go hit a lick. That's how they say it. He said, but you know what? I'm not going to go. I've decided I'm not going to go. I said, yes, because wherever you were going to go, whoever you were going to meet up with, it wasn't going to be safe for you. Imagine going somewhere and all of a sudden you meet up with somebody and there's the wrong person there. They have a friend there and you get killed or something happens. That's what the feeling I had on my, on me. And see, I'm getting ready to jump right now because this, this right here, what, what I'm telling you is I took the time. This is when my elevation happened. This is when my understanding increased. This is when my authority, listen to this, and my responsibility in God increased when what? I took initiative. So take notes, write this down, initiative. Initiative. You guys holler up and down, God, I want you to use me. Lord, I want you to use me for this. God, use me for this. Lord, I want to be seen. God, I want to be heard. Initiative. I saw that I had a gift. I knew that it was used for something. I felt the pull of, write this down, I felt the pull of God over my life. I felt the pull of God over my life. I want to say this and I'm going to get into this on the second uh, part, on part two. How many of you guys know you have a pull on your life? You have a pull on your life. This is how you know when you have a pull on your life from God. Everything is chaotic. When people see you, they say, girl, your life chaotic. Your life chaos. 
What are you doing? What what is you what's going on with your life? Your life is a mess. This is how you know that you have a call or a pull from God over your life. If ain't nobody looking at your life saying you got you ain't got no chaos in it, you probably ain't got you 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 probably I'm not trying to say you ain't got nothing to do because everybody got something to do. But if you don't have somebody overlooking down at your life saying, you know, or looking around at your life saying, oh, her life is chaos. Your life is a mess. If you don't have somebody saying that your life is a mess, then you most likely not feeling the pull from God over your life. So during that time, me 19 years old, and I got a few, got a few more minutes, and then I want you guys to click over to part two. I, my life was chaotic. My life was chaotic. My rent, everything. I believe, I'm trying to think what uh, around that time was. I, I believe I was 19 at that time. My life was chaotic. I was trying to figure it out. I was living in my first apartment. I was trying to run and put everything together. It was chaotic. It looked a mess. And yet still God had a pull over my life to be used. And what did I use? I took initiative. I took what I saw and began to use it. Hey, I know you don't know me, but it's something I, I, I just, I just, it's, it's something in my, it's something in my spirit. It's something here telling me that you shouldn't. Yep. What did this take me out of? This took me out of my what? This took me out of my comfort zone and put me in direction. If you're a king or a queen, this took me out of my comfort zone because everybody should see us. You should see yourself as a king or queen. This took me as my com- out of my comfort zone and put me on the throne. This took me out of my comfort zone and put me in a way to be used. Not to be used to be recognized by people. I'm not talking about being used and seen by thousands of followers because you got people with millions of followers that still ain't doing nothing. This took me out. I took myself out. How are you going to take yourself out of your comfort zone? You have to take initiative. How many times are you going to go to the club? I'm not talking about an undercover assignment you got. You're going to go to church, but then what you're going to do? After you go to church, you, you got all of that? You, you got all of that uh, advice from the pastor, from the evangelist. What are you going to do with it? When, when, are you going to start, when are you going to start preaching? You don't have to get on the pulpit. When are you going to start talking to your animals at home? Talking to your plants? That's how it starts. Oh, they crazy. They talking to themselves. No, you're actually just talking to your atmosphere. This is how you get from comfortable conformality to where you need to be. Very important. So I want to che- uh, check out um, part two. This is on, we're going to go into part two, and I'm going to go into more. We're going to get into more about this, but. Keep in, keep in mind, when you are in a situation you have gifts and no one has told you, no one, may, maybe no one gave you 
Maybe God didn't come to you or nobody came to you and say exactly, hey, this is what you are. You're an evangelist. You're a prophet. Maybe nobody came to you and told you that. What are you going to do with the gifts that you have now? How are you going to take initiatives to the gifts that you are now? This is what we're calling, we're talking about mickles. When you're in your comfort zone, you're called a mickle. You're a melted snow cone, a melted ice cream cone. That's what you look like. A melted ice cream cone, you're a mickle. That's what I call you. A mickle, like an icicle, but it's milk and it's, it's melted. You're a mickle. You look like a lukewarm, a lukewarm mickle. This is what you look like. You can be the top pastor in the church and you can still be a mickle. Ain't nothing wrong with being a mickle. But if you're trying to move out of the comfort zone, I'm talking about pastors that are preaching and you're preaching about stuff you're used to. Get up and preach about something that you're not used to, that makes you uncomfortable. Get up and preach about something that makes you feel uncomfortable when you get up to preach it. When you preach about it, you cringe. When you preach about it, you don't know who's gonna like it or not. Get and talk about something you're not comfortable talking about so other people can feel open to talk about those things too. Reach a bigger audience. This is what I'm talking about. Usually you'll hear all my preaching, all my messages. You hear me talking about everything, every sin. I got a podcast for every sin. Everything that you think is a sin, I got a podcast for it. And I'm coming out with more. So we're out of time, but I want to tell you, think about this today. Keep, what, what are the two notes for this note? Do you have a pool of God over your life? What are you going to see? Chaos. Initiative. That's what you need to take. You have a gift. You have something that you don't think anybody else got. Somebody else might got it. But what do you do? Initiative. Take initiative. Okay, I'll see you guys in part two.